All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A brand new year and so much stuff coming your way, including a very naughty retelling that Brian had no idea was even going on. We're going to get to all of that shortly, but first we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys aren't familiar with Cassidy, it's an amazing lifestyle site designed to help make it easier than ever before to find like-minded friends, as in naughty people that you might want to get down with. So if you're looking to dip your toe into the lifestyle and you want an amazing site to do it on, you can try it free for an entire month when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, go to our website, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner to get a free month and try all of the features for yourself. We hope you love it. So this is exciting stuff. We are coming to you from our new studio. Yes, we are. Our Patrons, our friends will have seen it on video already because we are kind of doing the video bonus episodes for our patrons. So they'll get a chance to take a look at it first. Hopefully everybody digs it. I, I love the fucking thing. So we we'll put ready. our stupid faces to our stupid voices if you're a Patreon member. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck. Sorry. <laughs> but it's fucking cool. You worked your fucking ass off in this place. Oh, my God. We painted walls. We put up soundproofing. We have all the lighting figured out. It took a long time. But, man, this is amazing. We're just really excited to take this all to the next level. That's what all of this is for. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I mean, it, it was a pain in the ass. It was two weeks of a lot of fucking work. Actually, a little bit more than that because of the holidays. Lots of changing of ideas, <laughs> concepts. <laughs> Lots of us going, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? Questioning every life choice we ever made. Many trips to the antique store. Yeah, not, Home Depot knows this on a first oh, name man. basis now. Fucking yeah, crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait to, we're going to record our show. Doc and I are going to record our show in here as well. We got a, we got a lot of stuff going on. I can't fucking wait. Videos, uh, it's going to be the way to go for us in 2023. We also have just a lot of stuff going on in general. For example, we're coming up on AVN week. Yes. As I, you're listening to this, it is probably AVN week. Yeah. Th- yeah. It's uh, today is the day after New Year's Eve. We had a great time last night with some friends. Kept it very fucking low-key because uh, we were not going to be part of the 450,000 people on the Strip. To put that into perspective, there were 10 times as many people on the Strip last night as the town we moved from in Montana. Yeah, it, I, I don't even know what I don't even know what the fuck that must have looked like. Well, we saw pictures of it, and we saw pictures of Fremont, and I just all I kept saying was to you, I, I'm just glad we're not fucking there. Yeah, well, it's to me, it's this is like the Times Square of the West Coast. Exactly, it is. And if you go to Times Square on New Year's, for those of you who don't know this, you have to wear a fucking diaper because yeah, you can't just go to the bathroom. You're stuck in like a little yeah corral basically. Basically, yeah, so I mean, who, I don't know why anyone thinks that's fun. Yeah, I have no strip, idea. They shut the strip down for for vehicles, and then, but it ta- it, the one woman said it took her an hour to walk across the street. Yes, that's fucking insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, so we avoided all of that. We actually went to a bar that's right around the corner from our house and we went with Nick and Nicole and just, it was champagne and they had like passable appetizers and they had music. It was super low key, super nice night. Yeah, it was jazz. It was a roaring 20s theme. 
theme, the Gatsby theme. It was a great fucking time. Which we did at Podbash, so I already had yeah. all the stuff. You had the newsboy cap and everything. Yep, had it all. Yeah, it was a good time. And we were home and in bed by 12.15. Which it was, was like amazing. Beautiful. It was so funny. We literally cheers, happy new year, hug them. We're like, okay, we're the fuck out of here. Right, we're done. Let's all go. Yeah, and we snuck out. Yeah, it was, a, it was great. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was fun to reconnect with them and, and just hang out. We hadn't seen them in a while. Yeah. So as mentioned, we have AVN, literally, we're on the cusp of AVN right now as we speak, and it's a big week for us. We have an interview with a blogger on Wednesday, and then tons of shoots, and then, oh my God, I am finally getting my Las Vegas strip club experience. Yes, Friday night, we are headed to the club. We were invited by the owner of the club to come and hang out, and... Uh, get the VIP treatment. So yes, you're you're finally going to get your your strip club experience in Vegas. Oh, I can't wait! I want to have tits in my face. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. I have not been to this particular club since 2009. As I told you, I had something to do with the club that's next to it. Uh, it's been a hot second since I've been there. It'll, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Are you really? Yeah, I am. It, well, also, we have to say, this is not just like we're going to the club like you would normally go to the club. This is kind of a lifestyle experience, kind of immersive thing going on there this particular evening. Right. They're doing like a, not a meet and greet, but just like a lifestyle gathering. It was like invitation only type yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just fucking excited. Yeah, Nick and Nicole fun. are going to go with us. It sounds like Doc and his wife might go with us as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so we'll, it'd be fun. We'll have a group of people and... So it won't be like the, you know, the typical night out at the club kind of thing. It should be a good time. I, I always enjoy going with to this type of thing with couples and, you know, friends and stuff. It's always more fun that way. Yeah, I would assume so. It's kind of like going to a lifestyle club. Exactly. Like Absolutely. if you go by yourself, I mean, you might meet some people, but it's way more fun if you already know people going. Yeah, or you go with a group, it's a good time. Yeah. For sure. Not like, you know, bachelor party. That's a terrible fucking plan, by the way. Anyone planning <laughs> to a bachelor party for your friends, just avoid the strip club at all costs. Nothing good comes of it. I can fucking assure you. How many weddings do you think were canceled because the groom went to the strip club the night before and did something horrible? I, I can tell you that without, <laughs> without exaggeration, over the course of my life, hundreds of guys were locked up over the weekend and absolutely didn't make their wedding. Oh, well, that's why you don't... That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard, to do yeah. your bachelor party the night before your wedding yeah. you, or even you, like a couple of days before your wedding. That's a bad plan. Yeah, you just don't do you it. You do it the weekend before. At least, because, you know... <laughs> Maybe you, the month before if you plan to really get wild. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got to be... Prepared. If you're like friends or a bunch of jackasses and you're a jackass and you know you're going to drink and act a <laughs> fool, the last thing you want to do is to attempt to do that, especially if you're like, if you're in, in another state from where I, I've seen this happen a couple of times, many times. You're in a, guys come into town, they're having a destination wedding. Oh, it's going to be great. We're going to Dallas or Houston or whatever, Austin, and get themselves fucking jammed up. Yeah. Fort, Fort Worth was the worst. You're not going to see a judge until Monday. And if you get, you know, you're drunk and disorderly, you're getting a PI, you're, you got beat up, you're going to the hospital first, you're going to spend the night in the fucking clink. <laughs> oh, God. You're, not, you're done. You're finished. You're not going to see a judge till Monday. And Maybe grow miserable. the fuck up and don't get married. <laughs> yeah, well, you're it. clearly not ready for marriage if you're making those kinds of life choices still. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fucking genius either. I did it four times before you. Uh, exactly my point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're strengthening my argument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, uh, that wasn't the best example, I guess. Anyway, uh, not a good idea. Do do not do your bachelor party and get married on the same weekend. Yeah. Just don't I, do it. I could see that. Or yeah. just, yeah, know uh, your limits. Some people have limits that should uh, include strip clubs, probably. Yeah. it's Yeah. Sir, no, listen, absolutely. It's like drinking or anything else. There are certain things that some people with 
particular tendencies should not engage in. If you're like, uh, you have like a really uh, high propensity for habitual behavior, you don't drink, right? You, you just don't do that. If you're known to be a moron when you go out and drink and behave poorly, you definitely don't go to the gentlemen's clubs. Yeah. That's just not a good idea. <laughs> well, we're not going to act a fool. So no. I'm excited. I cannot wait to fucking go. I've literally been waiting since we moved to town to go to a strip club. It took this particular experience to actually get you to buy in. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I'll take take it where I can get it. So. Take your wins. <laughs> you're going to be a slut this week, it sounds like. I just learned. Yeah, well, I'm going to see Jade Monday, which I haven't seen her in a while now. It's been been a month at least, I Since think. Since girls' night, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Susan comes back in town tonight, and then she and I are going to get together Tuesday, because starting Wednesday, our week is batshit. So there's just no way I was going to be able to you know, try to figure all that out with all the stuff that we've got going on for AVN. We've got interviews. We have friends coming in town that want to try to see us that are going to AVN. You have shoots. There's just there's just so much happening. Yeah. You're so, going to be the naughty one for the week. I'm going to. I'm taking a week off. It's all you. Uh, uh, well, no. What do you mean? No. I don't have any play dates set up. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're talking my shoots. You, you are going to shoot with five or six different guys five don't make it sound so bad okay i'm sorry five six you know we're splitting <laughs> fucking hairs here either way i am going to be playing with friends you're going to be creating some content with, with friends. friends there's really not much of a difference well, I mean, the inevitability is there's probably sex on the table yeah i mean yes okay yes so, <laughs> all right so let's okay, not... so I take back my original statement. You're 100% yeah. correct. Don't... I will also be a slut this yeah. week. You know that glass houses, stones? Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. Here. Well, and I like that because a lot of people, when they're creating OnlyFans content, they they don't know the people half the time. They don't even like the people. They're just doing it to create content, which is totally fine. I'm, I'm not judging that, but that's not how I want to create content. I want it to be with people I'm super attracted to yeah. that I really fucking like, which is why I'm shooting with all people I already know. Yes. And it's just way more fun that way. Plus, it comes across as like organic. I think so much porn out there, the reason I hate it as much as I do is because it comes across as incredibly contrived and yeah. fake. Yeah, and I don't ever want to create that. No. And, you know, fortunately, like you said, the guys that are going to be here, you already know we have some familiarity with one level or another. Either we know them really well or at, very, at the minimum, you've shot with them once or twice before. So there's that level of comfort, which just makes it that much more fun and kind of easy flowing. Yeah. I also got, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this one, it came from Amazon, but I got lube that is supposed to like rejuvenate your pussy. <laughs> no, I did not see that. <laughs> so we'll see if it works. If it works, I'm going to tell you guys about it because that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, especially when you're, you know, playing as much as you will be for the next four days-ish. With very well-endowed men. Yeah. All of them very well-endowed. Yeah, you're going to have one hell of a weekend for sure. And I probably you're going to have to take three or four days off afterwards. You're going to be done. Oh, 100%. In fact, I think Sunday, as in a week from today as we're recording this, yeah. I'm not going to leave the house. I'm just no. going to do like an Epsom salt bath. I'm going to, you know, freaking have a glass of wine or something. Yeah, I'm just going to have... Yeah, call it a day. Yes, I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm just going to completely disassociate from literally everything. <laughs> just unplug. Yeah, listen, you got to because, you know, we, look, like I said, very, very busy. Plus what you're all the things you've got going on from a physical perspective is going to take it out of you for sure. <laughs> so anyway, should be 
should be fun. I'm going to be burning calories. I'll say that much. That you will be. I got a carbo load. That you will be. <laughs> Eat a plate of pasta before I go get fucked. <laughs> yeah. On Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, well, and my long. shoot on Friday is with a guy who's like a fucking marathon man. Like the last oh, time yeah. he and I shot together, we shot for four hours. Yeah, I remember I dropped you off at the hotel, the resort that he was staying at here locally. I hung around for a little bit. I'm like, oh, just, you know, have a cup of coffee and just, you know, walk around and kind of see it. it it was all fucking day. I'm like, I, I got to go find something to do. This is crazy. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Usually my shoots are like an hour. Yeah, I thought they were going to put me to work. I spent so much fucking time in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, that was a long time. Yeah. He's a solid guy, though. He's very fucking professional. I dig that guy. And he has an amazing cock. <laughs> okay, good. But uh, like I said, I like him because he's professional. He knows what he's doing. He takes it seriously. He's driving all the way in from out of state. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah. So good for him. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Listen, uh, AVN's always fun. We enjoy it. This will be a little bit different than the, the previous two years that we did AVN, certainly. First, it's at Resorts World. Which, which is, is the fucking tits. Yeah, which is great. Great yeah. fucking place. And the things that we have going on are different from what we had going on years prior. Well, I wasn't shooting content back then. Right, so that's so. the biggest difference. We yeah. were going as press and, yeah. you know, just exploring the uh, convention itself. And this is going to be like an actual working week. Yeah, it's going and, and we have a lot of people that we no coming. It's like just a lot of people reaching out talking about being here for this. So I guess also part of it, I was kind of surprised, I was a little surprised by the number of people that were telling us that they were going to attend. But the truth is, you know, because of COVID, we, we missed out on two two years of it. Right. So now I'm sure everyone's like, fuck it, we're all going AVN. Well, that's why Vegas in general is having like record breaking months because yeah, COVID kept everyone home. And so people that used to come to Vegas two or three times a year are fucking itching for it. Yeah. And they're spending money here like crazy. It's going to be interesting to see the the numbers after this New Year's Eve weekend because this was it like December 27th to the 2nd of January is like the busiest week of the year here. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what what that turned into. Well, it turned into a lot of fucking headache for us. Everyone needs to get the fuck out. (laughs) Fucking traffic. Leave and have the sluts come in for AVN. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just curious. I'm sure there's going to be some records broken. I I can't imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 450 plus thousand people on the strip. That's not Fremont. That's just a fucking strip. I I, I can't imagine how many people must have been in town. We'll find out when the airlines give their numbers up. Crazy town. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to AVN. I love it. We're also going to see all the new toys at A&E, which is yeah. like my favorite part. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? Two years has gone by since they've done anything. I'm kind of curious to see what's out there that we haven't seen yet. I want to see how much more realistic the dolls have become. They can't get any more realistic. <laughs> they literally look like people. It's I, so fucking yeah, crazy. Two years make, ago. The only thing that would make them more realistic is if they had like heated skin. Oh, that's <laughs> so creepy. Felt- <laughs> I remember bumping into the, to the doll and... Literally excusing myself, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a, it's a doll. Yeah. It looked like a fucking gal, like a l- legitimate woman. I'm like, holy shit. Weird. weird. Yeah, it was some wild stuff. So I'm curious to see what they come up with. It'll be fun. So I also got to have lunch with Doc Chocolate, which yes, was interesting and fun. And it was so funny because we were in this tiny little sushi restaurant talking about fucking flogging and bondage and just kinky ass shit. I was like, oh my God, I wonder if anyone's hearing this. The bathroom was like right by our table. So people were coming in and going to the bathroom. I'm like, we're going to get kicked out of this place. Who cares? (laughs) Been thrown out of better places for worse reasons. That's (laughs) very true. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny when you hang out with people like that. Well, even last night, right? We were just at, you know, at a local place with Nick and Nicole for uh, New Year's Eve. And I realized kind of, in the middle of a conversation that we were all having that we weren't really 
stifling ourselves or trying to, we weren't crass by any means, but we were talking lifestyle stuff and what they were up to, what we were up to. And it's just an easy, free flowing kind of conversation you're having with friends, just like vanilla people have uh, conversations about whatever they have conversations about. So. Well, I don't give a fuck if people know that we're lifestyle. That's not my point. My point is that conversation got fucking raunchy. I mean, yeah. we were talking about some very, let's say, restaurant inappropriate topics. Well, that's my point. After a certain period, you're just like, you, you become desensitized by it. You don't even realize you're doing <laughs> it. So, uh, uh, Well, we also do it for a living. We do this every single week where we just talk about our sex lives. Right. But as we're sitting there talking to Nick and Nicole last night, there was a couple sitting to the right of Nicole and, and Nick was standing kind of behind us where you and I were sitting and not that they, they weren't looking and I don't think they could have heard us, but they were very close to where she was sitting. And I thought, I wonder if they're overhearing any of this and what they're thinking, but they're welcome. Know, yeah. Yeah. Good. It's uh, you know, 2023, figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah, it, it's always interesting to meet lifestyle friends in a place that is not lifestyle because you just don't know where that's going. The conversation is going to go. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm always careful when we're with other people. I don't want to embarrass them. Right. I don't give a fuck who knows we're nominated. No, 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 no. So. But when you're with people that understand that, the conversation usually just kind of takes a life, takes on a life of its own and you don't really even realize what you're doing or what you're saying in, in, in front of whom. It's just organic, I guess, is the whole thing. That's why we yeah. don't have vanilla friends anymore because no. I'm not going to stifle what I want to fucking say. No. Well, we don't really put ourselves in situations where we have a capacity for meeting vanilla people very often. No, we really don't. It happens so rarely. Yeah. I mean, just consider like what we do on a regular basis. Of course, with the exception of like going to the gym or something, people I encounter there, I don't know anything about them. So I have no idea whether they're vanilla or not. But outside of like a group setting like that, that's really organic and, and not constructed. I don't have I have no fucking idea when we come in contact with vanilla people. Well, that's good because I like the lifestyle people. They're way more fun. Yeah, and absolutely. I loved having lunch with Doc. That was super fun. I'm really, really excited for you guys to start working together. Me too. And I just think it's going to be a, a perfect fit because he's such a fun person to be around. He really is. Well, we have very different personalities too. So Oh, it's a polar opposite. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be, be so fun to see you guys bouncing off each other. Yeah, it should be interesting. I also wanted to give you guys an update because I've been talking about this whole finding a dom thing. And I went and had coffee with a new gentleman. What was it? Friday? Same day you, you had lunch with Doc. Yeah. So I guess that was Friday. That was interesting. He's an interesting cat. Yeah. he's he. Well, of course, I haven't met him yet. He The cool thing is he wants to meet me, which I found unique for the most part. A lot of guys don't necessarily, but he also isn't, uh, he doesn't, he's got a very unique look about him, which I thought was cool. Yeah. He looks like a fucking rocker dude. Yeah. yeah Turns me on. I yeah, love it. Really interesting. He's the type of guy that you see and you, your eye immediately goes to him because he doesn't look like anyone else. He's so unique. Right. And that's a huge turn on to me. We actually just talked about this on the bonus episode that we recorded, but there is something very enticing to me about people that just don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of them and they dress how they want and they do their hair how they want. Well, there's a difference though. So of course there are some people who don't give a shit how they look or what they're dressed like or any of that stuff. And that's, that's kind of a, I guess on some level it's very comforting to, for people to not be able to give it. You know, they don't care. So that's cool. They, they live that way and they're quite happy and comfortable. But then there's people like this guy who, 
put themselves together with a purpose. Oh, he looked great. I mean, yeah. he was very stylish, but he had on like this super bright pink shirt and these weird corduroy pants and shoes from the 70s. Now you're talking my language. Yeah, I mean, he's just got style and fucking pizzazz and he's he's totally drawn me in. So I have no idea if this is going to work out or not, but I'm very excited about the prospects of it. Plus he's fucking hot. Like I'm just super attracted to him. Yeah, this encounter that you just had was drastically different from the one you you had the week before. Be, I mean, you, first of all, you weren't super attracted to that guy. And honestly, he, he he did have enough awareness to know that it really wasn't a fit. So he very graciously backed out of this whole thing via text, <laughs> which was, you know, uh, good for him. No, you know? I appreciated that. Um, yeah. But this, this guy is legit. There's no question. He's, he's got all the right tools for this, no doubt. <laughs> pun, in, pun slightly One intended. specific tool that I'm very excited about, yes. Yeah, I'm sure. I meant his floggery pervert. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So should we get into single guy tip of the week? Yes, absolutely. So single guy tip of the week this week comes to us courtesy of a guy that came to one of our events a long time ago, months ago. Yeah. You said like six or seven months ago. Yeah. And we connected at the club. We didn't play, but we definitely hung out and he asked for my number. I gave it to him and he, I never heard from him and he yeah. didn't come to another event. I This guy fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. This is somebody that showed up one time. You kind of interacted briefly and then never heard from again. And of course he never came to another one of our events. Yeah. And it was really funny too, because he was like, I'm absolutely going to text you first thing tomorrow. I was like, okay, we'll see. He never fucking did, which is totally fine. But then he reaches out. We're at the gym the other day. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And he reaches out and he's like, hey, this is so-and-so from the club six fucking months ago. Uh, Do you want to hang out sometime? And I was like, Okay, I don't stranger. I don't even have your number. He had to remind me who he was. I didn't even remember who this guy was. Right. So that's not a good sign to begin with. No. And so he kind of explains it and it describes himself, sends a you know quick face picture. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK. I said, I really appreciate you reaching out. But to be honest with you, I have a lot going on right now in the lifestyle. And I'm just not at a point where I'm really looking for a new play partner, which was kind of true. It was half true. Yeah. I mean, I do have a lot going on right now. I have the potential Dom. There's a new guy that I'm really excited to potentially meet. And I'm still kind of hanging out with my friend RJ, who's another single guy you guys have heard about before. And so there's just a lot going on in my world. So that was partially true. But the other part of it is I didn't hear from you for six plus months. Yeah, that doesn't exactly move you to the top of the list. No, it makes you look like a freaking asshole. Well, it certainly makes you look like you didn't care enough to begin with. You weren't interested enough, whatever the case may be. There wasn't enough of a connection for you. Or you thought that, you know, there was something better down the road. You blew it off. And now you're going through your Rolodex of opportunities because you're horned up and (laughs) you're bored and you want to get laid. So you're like, oh, I'm going to start going through my list of numbers that I have, which honestly, I don't even know how he still had my number because he never texted me. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's like, who knows how many times, like, is he going through an entire sheet of paper of, of people. He just has all of these yeah, just names and out. numbers. Yeah, just oh. randomly texting people to see who, who responds or, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. Do your thing, man, but don't expect <laughs> success by doing that. Exactly. So basically, I was like, I'm not interested at this time. Thanks anyway. And he responds back with, well, I knew you were a stuck-up bitch anyway. I don't even know why I bothered. Yeah, typically. I'm the problem here. Right. You didn't text me for six or seven months, but I'm the stuck-up bitch. Well, there's a lot going on here with 
for single guys that are listening to this. First of all, if you're genuinely not interested when you meet somebody, don't play off the, the idea that you are. Yeah. That's just foolish because eventually what will happen is, especially in a town like where we live, it, you know, it's a small community of people. That information is going to get out. Oh, this guy's a flake, or he said he was going to do something he didn't do it, or whatever, right? So you're just aloof and you're kind of kind of a jerk, right? Yeah. And then to reach out six, seven months later, as if it was the day before, and pretend that all this time hasn't gone by, not to, you know, hey, I'm really sorry we didn't connect sooner, my world's been crazy, or nothing like that. Just this assumption that you're going to be accepted with open arms because you reached out seven months later. There's a level of arrogance in that. Entitlement. That's a level of entitlement that is very off-putting to me. We talk about this a lot. I mean, guys, for whatever reason, it's like when they're in a sexually charged environment with women, especially, you know, assuming they're straight dudes, they just get into this mindset of like, I deserve something from you. Right. And that's exactly what this was. He felt like he deserved my attention seven months later after not texting me, not putting in any level of effort. You just expect to show up in my world and, oh, absolutely, let's go hang out. Yeah, if you're serious, if this guy were genuinely interested like in meeting you, for example, what he should have done, what I would have done, once again, hey, really sorry I didn't connect with you sooner or get back in touch with you sooner. Things have been crazy. I would like to take the opportunity to meet you again. Maybe I can come to the next event or we can find a, you know, a mutual place where we can get together and get to know each other again and see where it goes from there. You've, I mean, just be smart, man. You yeah. Use your fucking brain. <laughs> not your head because that'll get you in trouble. You got to use your brain. Well, he doubled down. Yeah. Not only did he ignore me for seven months, yeah. but then... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he calls me a stuck up bitch. Yeah. And I hate to say this. I don't I don't like to think of it like this. But if he comes to another event, I'm not saying he can't. Right. But do you think that's going to go super well? well? I know all of the women there. And you most said of them me, are my friends. And you said to me, uh, there's no way he's going to come to another event. I disagree because what that guy reaching out to you at 8 a.m. and behaving that way tells me. First of all, his response to you once you said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm not able to do that. I'm busy or whatever. That was out of frustration. So he probably received 10 similar responses right. before he got to you. That's so and, true. And that's just what came out. Yeah. Also, it seems like based on what just happened, he's gotten to the bottom of the list of names of you know potential playmates. And now he's got to start a new list. So he's going to be back out. You mark my words. But within the next two events that we host here, guarantee you he shows up. You think so? Guarantee. Okay. Yeah, God, listen, this kind of guy doesn't, he's not going to think to himself, well, this, I'm going to look foolish. That is not entering his mind. He's trying to get laid. He is, that goes out the window. How foolish I look goes out the window when guys are trying to get laid. I'm telling you, that is not a thing. I think everything goes out the window when guys are trying to exactly. get laid. Exactly. Logic, common sense, decency. It just... Nothing. Self-respect. <laughs> exactly. Right out the fucking window. It's like, I, I'm on a mission, man, and this is what this is how it's going. Yeah. You know, th- yeah. I promise you, within the next two events, mark my words, within the next two months, he comes back. So single guy tip of the week. I think there's a couple that you can glean from this. One For is sure. accept rejection great. Gracefully. Yes. That should be a given, but it's not because guys get so fucking butthurt when I reject them. Absolutely. But the second one is, like I said, this level of entitlement that guys have in those situations is so just gross to me. And I don't owe you shit just because I gave you my number once. Absolutely not. The best winners 
were all, are also the best losers. So you take the hits, man. You you fucked up. Yeah. You if you were interested, you had seven months to figure that out. Well, and how easy would it have been for him to go? Okay, thanks anyway, and move on. And then at that point, it's not awkward for him to come to our events. He's not out of the running to be introduced well, to my friends. Well, how about friends. just hey, I totally understand. If your schedule frees up and at any time you have some availability, I'd love to get together with you for a drink. That's not that complicated. But really, you, all you did was kick yourself in the ass. Yeah. Because you did your you did yourself no favors. Now you just dug yourself a giant hole that you're never going to get out of. Not here. <laughs> no. Not with our not in our group. No. No. Yeah, it's, it's just foolish. Come on. I told you <laughs> it was probably pretty petty of me, but I was like, I'm going to fucking cock block the hell out of him if he comes to one of our events. Well, but what's going to happen when? Because this has happened to us. Guys have actually done this, right? You had a not great experience for whatever reason, but with them. And a lot of times there was nothing physical. It was just a, kind of their behavior. And then they give us or you as a reference to someone else. Oh, like, that are, is the dumbest shit ever. What are you ever. doing, man? Yeah. You're not helping yourself here. Yeah. yeah do better, guys. Don't do that. No. <laughs> so that is this week's Single Guy Tip of the Week. Yes, you are welcome. <laughs> so I am very excited to get to this week's retelling because it was kind of a surprise for you. <laughs> that didn't yeah. really work out. but It, it was, still is a surprise, actually. It is still a very hot experience for me. So we're going to talk about that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We love all of Promescent's products, but one that I want to really highlight today that I think everyone should try in the new year are Promescent's before and after wipes. You use the wipes to freshen up before and clean up after each romantic encounter. They're pH balanced and made with aloe vera, which I absolutely love because I have super sensitive skin and I struggle a lot with other products. I've never had any issues with these wipes. They're also individually packaged, so they're super easy to take with you on the go. In fact, when we go to the club, I always make sure to have a couple of them in my little bag with me so that I can smell fresh and clean for whomever I'm enjoying that evening. The before and after wipes are just one of many products that Permescent offers. Check out their full line of bedroom wellness products, including things like condoms, lubes, and their flagship product, the Delay Spray, by heading to promescent.com today. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. We hope you love Permescent's products as much as we do. Big news coming your way, you guys. Podbash 2023, the third annual Podbash, is now live for ticketing. If you're not familiar with this event, it is so much fun because we're going to have topless pool parties, nightly dance parties, and the chance to connect with some of your absolute favorite lifestyle podcasters. Just a few that are going to be joining us this year are the Accidental Swingers, Friends with a Twist, the Naked Relationship Podcast, and Swinging Flamingos. With more to be announced, we are so excited for this event and it's also a great chance to just connect with some of the nicest and coolest people from across the country. If you want to join us right here in Sin City for Podbash 2023, it is going down September 28th through October 1st and you can find all of the information on that at members.frontporchswingers.com. Also, keep in mind, especially for you hot wife couples, you cuckold couples, you stag and vixens, and you respectful single men, we are throwing our first ever full hot wife hotel takeover in Phoenix. That's happening April 13th through the 16th. And again, all of the information, including how to apply for membership, can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. We can't wait to bring you two big, awesome takeovers in 2023. 
So I want to preface today's retelling with some information because I think without this information, people might think it's kind of offensive what I did. You have been telling me for a long time that one of your fantasies is for me to do exactly what I did in this situation. Yes, absolutely. However, I would like to have been aware of it, although I slept through it. Well, did you want me to ruin the surprise? No, absolutely not. You did the right thing. You thought that I would wake up and kind of encounter it and either watch or just kind of listen or whatever. In this case, I had absolutely no idea what was going on. Okay, so here's what happened. We were laying on the couch watching a movie or something together one night. It was just last week, right? And we had taken some microdose gummies, which we take at night because it helps us go to sleep, which I uh, did not think through very well when I planned (laughs) this whole thing for a couple of different reasons, which we'll get into. But I basically, that day, you and I had had sex earlier and I was still fucking horned up. Yeah, I know. You were were worked up all night long. (laughs) I just like, all I could think about was sex. So when RJ, who you guys have heard about on the show before, reached out and was like, hey, is there any chance we can see each other in the near future? I was like, well, how about tonight? (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm at work. And I was like, well, can you leave work and come fuck me? (laughs) And he's like, "Okay." So I was like, this is going to be the perfect opportunity for Brian to go to bed. And then he wakes up to me getting banged by RJ in the living room. Yeah, because you had him coming over like 11, 1130 or something. Yeah, it was late. And I knew you weren't going to be up that late. Hell no. That's that was the whole problem. (laughs) You know, I take I, you know, we microdose. 9.30, I'm already delirious. I go to bed, you know, just before 10 o'clock and I don't really stir until like three in the morning. So I thought this was a really good idea in theory, but I was laying there next to you. Go, I went to bed with you, but I was like, well, I can't really go to sleep. I did set an alarm right. and I had it like on the absolute lowest setting so that if I fell asleep, it would wake me up right away. But I didn't really want to fall asleep because I was like, I'm going to be all fucking like woozy getting to the door to open it for RJ. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised you even took anything if you knew you were going to do that. I didn't know I was going to do that when I took my gummies. Oh, see, there's the problem. I had no idea. But I will say it kind of added to the experience, which we're also going to talk about. Okay. So so anyway, I will also say I haven't fucked RJ in like two months. It's been a while. We've seen each other, but we haven't had sex in a while. Yeah. And it's really interesting, our connection, because when he and I are just like hanging out and talking, it's very friendly and it's just, you know, whatever. It's just, it's a very normal dynamic. When we get clothes off around each other, it is fucking insane. Yeah, there's people like that you have a connection with, you know? Well, it's like, I mean, even with, with my play partners right now, Susan and Jade, we go out and have a cocktail. And we'll sit and talk for a couple of hours. It's very, if you saw us from a distance, we look like co-workers or something. They're just <laughs> having a drink at happy hour or some shit. Once we get naked, it all bets are off. I oh. mean, it's it's hot as fuck. That's a hundred percent what happened here, and so I kind of loved this interaction for that reason. So what happened is, you and I go to bed. I set an alarm. I wake up to the alarm right after I woke up. RJ texted me and was like, I'm walking up right now. And so I go to the door. I tell him not to knock on the door because I don't want that to be the thing that wakes you up, right? (laughs) In my head, it's like, I want you to wake up to me moaning and getting fucked, not someone knocking at the door. So I open the door for him. He comes in. We're kind of whispering. He is not even in the door for 10 seconds. And we are just all over each other. Does he have any idea the the scenario that's taking place here? Kind of. He knew that you were in bed. He didn't know that this was like a fantasy of yours necessarily. he was he was purposely trying not to wake me up. 
I mean, to a certain extent, yes. In the beginning, for sure. Right. I think in his mind, he was like, well, I don't want to disrespect Brian by, right. you know, fucking with his sleep pattern, not realizing that was the entire point of this whole thing. Right. Okay. So, yeah, we're kind of whispering with each other. And then we just start making out. And the gummies, so they're not full t- uh, THC. They have like micro, that's why they're called microdose. Yeah, four of them are equivalent to one full on gummy. So I took two. So I basically had half of a gummy right. and my body was tingling. It was really fucking weird and right. awesome. I loved it. I wasn't, it didn't feel cloudy. They don't make you super cloudy in the head necessarily. No. No. They just make you kind of tired. Yeah. But my body was like all tingly. He's like running his hands up and down me. I also, this is kind of funny. I had on pajamas when he showed up. So right. I was fully dressed. I mean, there was I had a shirt on. It was just a, basically a pajama shirt and yoga pants. Right. <laughs> so not the sexiest thing in the world. I had glasses on. I had my hair up. I mean, I looked like I was going to bed. Well, you yeah, you were in bed. So and I also wanted it to stay dark because in my mind, I thought you were going to come out of the bedroom and you were going to see shapes moving. Right. OK. Like that was my. Yeah. You actually took a the the uh, that scented nightlight thing we have for the bathroom and moved it all the way into the living room. We were still there in the morning. Yeah. That's And I thought that was odd when I got up because I make co- I get up first and make coffee. It's dark. I'm like, what the fuck is that thing doing over here? <laughs> I don't remember that last night. So I wanted light in there so that you could kind of see some things going on, but I didn't want it to be like the whole fucking right. thing lit up, right? right? So I had that. I had the little light plugged in. And anyway, we're just making out with each other. And <laughs> almost immediately, I just start rubbing on his cock. He starts rubbing on my ass. Still being very quiet. I mean, we're not saying anything. We're just making out with each other. Right. And it was so fucking carnal. I think mostly because let's just be real too. We haven't necessarily been getting along that well. No, you guys are still you you were trying to figure out what this even looked like whether it was full on just a sexual relationship or if there was going to be or any other kind of relationship and going back and forth and he hadn't made up his mind. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. It just, you guys were all over the place. Yeah, we have been all over the place and that's one of the reasons we haven't fucked. But I feel like in some ways this was like, I told you the next morning, to me it was kind of felt like angry sex. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's frustration. fucking hot. I know it sounds toxic. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it is really fucking hot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to be like pissed off at someone but still like making out with them and like i don't know it got intense very quickly is the point i'm trying to make here (laughs) so we're making out with each other and then i'm like i really want to suck your cock and he says okay so he starts taking off clothes and he's such he really is a beautiful man i mean he is in amazing shape he has these nice big arms and as he's peeling clothes off and it's also very seductive because all it is is the glowing light behind him from the little wallflower that's on the wall that's it that's the only light source in the room and so it's kind of like glowing right on him as he's getting undressed and I was like oh my god this is fucking hot and so he takes his pants off he's already rock fucking hard which I knew because when I was kissing him I was like rubbing my hands over his cock so anyway he pulls out his cock I immediately get down on my knees and just start devouring his fucking cock and he's running his hands all over me on my neck on my shoulders on my chest and again my whole body just feels tingling and I'm sucking his cock and I'm kind of lightly playing with his balls and I'm running my hands up and down his big muscular legs and it was so fucking hot. 
And then I stand up and I just peel off my pants and he's like, I want to lick your pussy. You need to lay on your back. And I was like, perfect. So this is where I was like, there's no way Brian's not going to fucking hear this. (laughs) I haven't heard any of it thus far. So, well, I felt like up to this point, it was pretty quiet. The cock sucking while vigorous was not loud. It wasn't all sloppy and you know, there wasn't a lot of noise going on. So (laughs) I, I lay down and he starts going down on me and he's so fucking good with his mouth and the first time that I came I grabbed a pillow and was kind of like moaning into the pillow and then I realized the whole fucking point is for you to hear yeah so I stopped doing that the second time he made me come was fucking intense my legs were shaking my back was arching up off of the couch I mean it was just (laughs) the whole thing was so fucking sexy and I came and I moaned so fucking loud I mean, it was it was very, very guttural and just loud. I have zero recollection of this. <laughs> it's so funny. The whole point was for you to hear this. Anyway. <laughs> no, and I heard none of it. So, so that went on for quite a while. He ate my pussy for a good 15 minutes. And then he gets on top of me. And this is the other thing. The couch in our living room, I mean, it's a big couch, but it's not the sturdiest thing in the world. Right. Every time I fuck on that thing, I think I'm going to break because it. Because it's so big. That's yeah, exactly. So <laughs> there was one point he gets on top of me. He's fucking me. And it starts kind of bouncing like one of the legs. You can almost hear it bouncing off the floor. Again, I'm thinking there's no way in fucking hell Brian is not hearing this right now yeah, because there is. it was pretty fucking loud. We're talking dirty to each other. I'm like, oh, my God, that cock feels so good. And he's like, oh, my God, I miss that pussy. And again, we're not whispering at this point. We're just talking. Uh, listen, I'm I'm sorry I missed any of this. I I missed all of it. All of it. So, you were fucking each other. And the, oh, there was one part that was so fucking hot. I wrapped both of my legs around his waist and basically pulled him into me. And I was like fucking him from the bottom. I was arching my hips up and down to like fuck his cock. Right. It was fucking hot. Yeah. I, listen, I would like to have seen it, but uh, that just didn't happen. <laughs> or here. I, I didn't know if you were going to come out for sure, but I was like, there's in my head. And that's the other thing is I'm so glad I didn't know that you didn't hear about this because I kept thinking Brian's probably hearing this right now. Brian's probably waking up right now. Well, if he's not awake a couple minutes ago, he's definitely awake now. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I would have gotten, had I heard something, of course, instantly I would have woken up and went to, you know, explore what it was because I'm sure I would have been delirious and not 100% sure what I was hearing. But I'm telling you, I got, I had none of it. (laughs) So then, then he basically lays down on top of me, puts almost his entire body weight on me. And I'm just like running my hands up and down his back and I'm kissing on his neck and he's kissing me. And the whole thing is just so intense. I don't have words for how... Again, I think it was kind of like an angry fuck. So I think that was part of it. But it was just passionate. We're touching each other in very like aggressive ways too. For example, when he's laying his weight on me, he I can tell he's pressing down on purpose. Right. Like basically pinning me to the couch. And when I'm re- running my hands up and down, it's not a sensual like soft touch. It's like hard grabbing almost like i'm massaging him but like angrily if that makes any level of sense yeah for sure so there's just a lot of pressure going on a lot of passion a lot of energy going back and forth so then he's like i'm gonna come and i was like yes i want you to come for me so he has this amazing orgasm again very not quiet 
it's loud. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Brian definitely heard that. And so then he just stays inside of me. He literally is laying on me after his orgasm, just like with his cock still inside of me. And I was super impressed by that because he also, this man has the most insane refractory period of any person I've ever been with ever. It's like he never goes soft. Hmm. He'll come and then he just stays hard. Interesting. It's fucking crazy. So he's still inside of me and he like starts to very lightly pump again. And I'm like, this is fucking hot. And I think I was, I was both impressed with it. But I mean, I also was so close to coming when he came that probably within like two minutes of him pumping inside of me, I have this amazing orgasm, literally push his cock right out of me. Right. And then we're just laying on the couch. Again, I keep listening for you. I keep trying to decipher if there's any stirring going on in the bedroom or anything. And I don't really hear any, but I'm like, there's no way Brian's not hearing this. But he and I lay on the couch together. So you think I'm... I'm I just didn't come outside into the all the way into the living room, but that I could hear. Exactly. I thought you were sitting in the bedroom listening to all of this. Okay, gotcha. So we lay there for a couple minutes. We're kind of talking. And then he starts rubbing me again. And I know where this goes. There's always a, a round two with RJ. There's right. uh, There has never been a time we've only fucked once, ever. Right. So I know when he starts kind of touching me and whispering things in my ear again, like, okay, it's we're going again. So he turns me over. I'm now flat on my stomach on the couch and (laughs) he enters me from behind and then he starts spanking me. And I'm not talking little swats. I'm talking full on fucking spankings. So again, the fact that you slept through all of this is a fucking miracle. Well, it says something about because I'm not that strong a sleeper anymore. Not at this point, but the micro dosing. I I mean, I've said it, it. It's a life changing thing for me when it comes to sleep. So. For the first like four or five hours, four three or four hours of my sleep, I'm out, out, out. Because I, I really, I don't really start stirring till like three o'clock in the morning, and then I get up not too late after that. So uh, yeah, you I, unfortunately, I think the time you chose to do this was in the middle of like the deadest sleep for me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was. I don't. I didn't hear any. So what of you're it. saying is I need to do it at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I get. I don't know. I, I, there, I just did. Or tell me not to take gummies, and I'll get a hint. But but there's just no, I don't understand why I didn't hear any of it. I was delirious to all of it. I had no clue. When you, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it, obviously. But when you told me about this, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way. So, I'm on my stomach. He's fucking me from behind. He's spanking me. I had my hair in a bun. He's like grabbing my bun from the back. We're talking dirty to each other. I'm like, fuck me harder. I, you know, and again, it's kind of a little bit of like a tit for tat going on because we've had some kind of weirdness going on between us. So there's one point where I was like, is that all you got? You can't go deeper than that. And so he starts to like, fucking me harder angrily and i'm like fuck this is hot and then he wants to try to fuck me off the edge of the couch so basically my hands are on it and i you know my legs are spread and he enters me from behind i'm way too fucking short for that so instead i just got up on all fours on the couch he's fucking me that way he's grabbing onto my ass he's pushing his fingers into my like the curves of my hips i mean it was aggressive and this is not necessarily an aggressive guy no no he's not that way so i think it was just the combination of a lot of things going on there that just resulted 
in this really animalistic, angry fucking sex. And it was so hot. And it was towards the end. I knew he was getting ready to come again. And he kind of started to soften up a little bit with me, which I also kind of liked. He was like rubbing his hands on me and he's kind of rubbing my ass more so than like grabbing it or spanking it. And again, I remember very distinctly at one point, I'm like, there's no way Brian is not awake. I said that to him and he kind of got nervous and he's like, oh shit, did I wake him up? I'm like, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Try harder next time. So he comes a second time and the second time that he comes, oh my God, he makes this like growl noise. I don't know why that noise turns me on so much. I've talked about this so many times on the podcast, but that like deep throat growl that men sometimes do when they orgasm is so fucking hot to me because I feel like it's proof that they've just gotten lost in it, right? Yeah. Like you're no longer caring what it sounds like when things come out of your mouth because your only focus is your orgasm and your pleasure in that moment. And that's so fucking hot to me yeah well in that moment that is all that matters well that to some people some people get really fucking self-conscious about shit not me yeah i know you don't (laughs) i don't give a shit (laughs) so he comes a second time and again he just kind of leaves his cock inside of me and he folded his body over mine he's basically like enveloping my body with his body right And it was just all of this skin-to-skin contact going on. He's, like, breathing his hot breath on me, which I fucking loved. I mean, the whole thing was just... It was a reminder of why I enjoy having sex with this man as much as I do. Right. And it was kind of funny because... And I'm not going to go into all of the shit of, you know, why we haven't been necessarily seeing eye-to-eye because, honestly, it doesn't fucking matter. The end result of this play session was me realizing that I want to fuck him. (laughs) Like, whatever that looks like, I don't really care what the other external shit is at this point. I love having sex with him. Was he on the same page? It sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, you would think so. So, yeah. So then we're kind of sitting there. We're talking for a couple minutes. We kind of kiss each other a little bit. He starts to get dressed. He's like, makes another comment about hoping that he didn't piss you off. And I'm like, trust me, you didn't, which he really didn't because you didn't even know he was (laughs) fucking there. But so I kiss him. He leaves. I I go into the bathroom really quick, clean myself up, and I come back into bed and you are snoring. And I'm like, Okay, what does this mean? Does this mean you didn't hear shit or what happened? This means I heard absolutely none of it. I had zero idea this was going on. I get up early in the morning, like normal, make coffee, all that stuff. You come out, you know, get your coffee for you, kiss you hello, good morning, all that stuff. And you're like, so did you hear anything last night? No, I said, did you hear anything interesting last night? I'm like... What what are you talking about? Like what, what? I thought something happened. Like there was a car accident or something. I'm like, well, no. What happened? You're like you didn't hear anything. I'm like, no. Tell me what what the what are you talking about? I, I was lost. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, we'll just you know, I, we'll just I I'll just keep it to myself then. We don't need to go there. And you're like, well, no. Tell me. And I was like, well, okay. I had someone over last night. And you're like, what? Like what are you talking about? How's that a thing? I was like, yeah, someone came over at like 1130 at night and fucked my brains out in the living room. And I did the entire thing. I mean, obviously I wanted to fuck RJ too, but I came up with this scenario because of your fantasy of it. Well, that's unfortunate because I missed the whole fucking thing. And you're like, holy fucking shit. I had no idea. Zero. And then I didn't tell you who it was with for a little while either because I was like, well, now I'm going to save some of the mystery. I ended up telling you it was RJ. Yeah, you can't keep a secret. At all. No, do not commit a crime with Brenna. Bad idea. So, yeah. Well, I mean, what are you feeling about it now? No, I, I, I think it's super fucking hot. I'm just disappointed that I didn't hear any of it. Because if I had woken up during any particular time of it, 
I would probably have, it would have taken me a second, but probably would have realized what was going on. And then I, I just would have obviously would have listened from the bedroom as best I could and, and wouldn't have done any, you know, gone anywhere and gone outside. But I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm just disappointed. I didn't, I had no knowledge of it. I didn't experience anything. Well, I have kind of mixed feelings on it because part of it is like, obviously I did this as a fantasy fulfillment for you to some degree, but it was also so fucking hot for me knowing that you could potentially be listening. So it almost didn't matter if you were listening or not, because in my mind you were, and it was fueling everything for me that night. Right. So it was so intense. I mean, again, I'm fucking someone who I love fucking, who I haven't fucked in a while. I'm doing it with the intention of waking you up and having you here. So that is part of it. And then it's this kind of angry dynamic he and I have going back and forth, which just results in this fucking undeniable heat. And I had taken two microdose gummies. So I was like all tingly. The second time that I came when he was going down on me, it literally felt like there was electricity running throughout my entire body. It was so fucking hot. I loved it. I can't wait for the next time you attempt to do this, but maybe what you should do is be like, hey, do, do you need two gummies really tonight? Or maybe just take one or so. Well, what I need. Give me a fucking hint. <laughs> what I need to do then is just randomly do that every once in a while. Right. To, to throw you off right, because so otherwise you're gonna know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like once a week, I just have to pick a day where I'm like, hey, maybe just one microdose tonight. Yeah, keep me guessing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no fucking way. I, w- I would not have purposely slept through that i would want to i would want to have been you know involved in listening to it and hearing and experiencing it but when you told me that i almost didn't believe it i'm like get the fuck out of here there's no way i didn't believe you when i came back to the bed and you were snoring i'm like how the fuck is that a thing keep in mind i'm getting my ass spanked multiple times i came probably seven or eight times in my defense i was fucking wiped out that day that was the day i did most of like the real manual work at the studio and it, it wiped me out. I was, I went to the gym early in the morning, then did that all fucking day till like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was wiped out by the time you and I just kind of laid down to watch whatever movie we watched. I don't think I got the first five minutes of it. I was done. And then you woke me up and said, Hey, let's go to bed. So I went to bed and that was it. I woke up at fucking five in the morning. That was, that's all I remember. <laughs> bummer. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I'm bummed. Well, I, it's super fucking hot, but I'm bummed that I missed all of it. Does it still turn you on knowing that I was doing that? Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. for me, it felt naughty. It felt like yeah. I was doing something I shouldn't do. Well, kind yeah, it's of. like, you know, you're like you were back in high school as a teenager, you're banging on your or making out on your parents' couch or some <laughs> shit. I wasn't banging on anyone's couch when I was in high school. But. I was. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it's super fucking hot, but I'm just bummed that I didn't wake up and like catch any of it. To me, it was the same as the the time that the guy came to the house and picked me up and we literally went to the back of our complex and fucked in his truck. Oh, to the, at the uh, golf course. Yeah. Yeah. It felt naughty because it was like, oh, I, this is definitely something I shouldn't be doing. It feels like you're sneaking around almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just adds an element of naughtiness to it. So that was definitely part of that too. I mean, the whole thing was just so fucking mind-blowingly intense and i loved it yeah i'm just sorry i missed it like i said i i didn't catch any of it i got none of it so yeah i'm, I'm a little bummed by that but it was super fucking hot <laughs> to hear about it now yeah well when you told me of course it was very early in the morning and i wasn't fully absorbing all of it but as you and i talked a little bit more about it throughout the course of the day obviously it became more intense but then i'm like well fuck how 
I gotta, I, I gotta figure this out. Like, I gotta make sure I'm awake for the next time this happens. <laughs> you know, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do that. There's but. definitely gonna be a next time, so we're gonna have to figure that out. Maybe I'll just be extra loud the next time. <laughs> I don't think it would have mattered. Apparently, it wouldn't have made a bit of fucking difference. I guess not. I yeah. don't fucking know. But well, also, you closed the bedroom door. Should I have left it open? Probably should have left it open. I thought that would have been too much, but apparently not. <laughs> no, evidently that would not have been too much. Okay, anyway, good to know. Yeah, a little adjustment. There's going to be a next it's time because it was fucking hot. I felt like a dirty slut in it the best hot. possible way. <laughs> and I really loved reconnecting with RJ. He has a, I don't know, we just have great sexual chemistry. Yeah, there are some people you just connect with that way and then, you know, the rest of it just doesn't really matter. And sometimes you don't want to have that chemistry too. I'm not saying that's what the case with RJ, right. but sometimes it's like... I honestly believe that's why some people stay in horrible relationships because For the sure. sex is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have to, you know, admit that there's anything there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's hot. Fuck it. Who cares? So anyway, that was my naughty nighttime rendezvous. And uh, we'll be, I will be making that happen again. It's going to happen. Good. So stay tuned for that. Also, you guys, our bonus episode this week is actually on video. Yes, it is. In our studio. So if you want to see us bantering back and forth with each other throughout an entire bonus episode, that is now going to be available on Patreon. And we have a ton of other bonuses over there as well. We offer that as a thank you for sponsoring the show. Our Patreon members are the ones that make it possible for us to do things like build an entire studio. So we love them for that and want to provide them with all sorts of bonuses like that video bonus episode that's going to be going out this week. If you want to become a Patreon member, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. Also, it is officially AVN week, which means my OnlyFans is going to be blowing the fuck up with me and hot men with large cocks. So if you want to see that, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. Brian also has a very naughty OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. Make sure you check out our event platform for our upcoming events. That's members.frontporchswingers.com. You can fill out an application for membership and then see all of the events and all of the info that we have available for things like our Phoenix Takeover and Pod Bash coming up in September here in Sin City. And what am I missing? Nothing. We just got a lot going on, a lot of cool shit happening. Patreon, obviously, will be getting the videos. My new show with Doc will be on video. Lots of videos. We've got a new recording studio, and so we're going to be utilizing the shit out of it. Stay tuned. YouTube. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah, YouTube. Make sure you follow us there at Front Porch Swingers if you want to see some videos of us in the new studio as well. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.